So uh, PTCB and PTEC, as we refer to it as, um, we love acronyms in pharmacy, right? Uh, these two organizations, PTCB and PTEC, have really had a long-standing relationship with a very similar mission. So as industry leaders in our respective areas, where we share that mission to ensure the highest professional and patient safety standards, uniting PTCB and PTEC is truly an investment in the future of the pharmacy technician workforce. Welcome to the Pharmacy Quality Solutions Quality Corner Show, where quality measurement leads to better patient outcomes. This show will be your go-to source for all things related to quality improvement and medication use in healthcare. We will hit on trending health topics as they relate to performance measurements and find common ground for payers and practitioners. We will discuss how the Equip platform can help you with your performance goals. And we will also make sure to keep you up to date on pharmacy quality news. Please note that the topics discussed are based on the information available at the date and time of recording. Information or guidelines are updated periodically, and we will always recommend that our listeners research and review any guidelines that are newly published. Buckle up and put your thinking cap on. The Quality Corner Show starts now. Hello, Quality Corner Show listeners. Welcome to the PQS podcast, where we focus on medication use, quality improvement, and how we can utilize pharmacists to improve patient health outcomes. I'm your host, Nick Dorich. And audience, I got to tell you, as I get started with our introduction for the episode, it's time that we actually look at revising that because we talk about utilizing pharmacists to improve patient health outcomes. But that's not exactly what we're talking about in this episode, because we're going to be talking about pharmacy technicians, an important and essential member of the pharmacy team that are a big part of how we, as the pharmacy community, improve patient care and how we help uh, patients achieve optimal health outcomes. So making a future note for myself <laughs> to revise our introduction. But uh, with, with that being said, I'm going to jump right into our conversation with our guest for today's show. And that guest is Zach Green. Zach is Associate Director, Partnership Development at the Pharmacy Technician Certification Board, or PTCB. Zach, welcome to the show today, and how are you doing? Thanks, Nick. Doing pretty well. I'm very glad to be here. Excellent. Well, you're not the first member from PTCB that we've had on the show, and I'm starting to think you're not going to be the last either. Uh, we've got a lot of topics to cover with the PTCB team and how pharmacy technicians are increasingly being utilized in the environment and, the, in, and in the landscape that we uh, currently see in healthcare. But Zach, you're going to be helping us to talk specifically about pharmacy technician education, training, and standardization. But I'm getting ahead of ourselves here. Uh, before we get into that conversation, our audience needs to know who Zach is. So do you mind giving us a quick uh, rundown? You know, what is your background in healthcare? And then what do you do in your current role at PTCB? Sure, absolutely. So I uh, worked as a pharmacy technician. Um, I guess I started in 2007. Uh, then I became certified in 2008 um, in my home state of Ohio, uh, where I worked as a hospital pharmacy technician Um at a hospital in inner city Columbus, Ohio. So I worked as a pharmacy technician while going to school at the Ohio State University for public affairs and um, public policy. And 
you know, I honestly thought that was going to be my ticket out of pharmacy. I hadn't looked at being a pharmacy technician as a career um, until I was training an intern one night and we were talking, you know, maybe this could be like a long, long-term career where I get to marry both of my education with my professional work experience. And um, in 2013, I finished school and applied for one single job at PTCB in Washington, D.C. And here I am 10 years later. Uh, working as the Associate Director of Partnership Development. So now I work with employers of pharmacy technicians and educators of pharmacy technicians who either advocate for or require their um, technicians or technician students to get certified through PTCB. Excellent. Zach, thank you for the uh, background uh, history on yourself and how you've gotten involved with PTCB. I don't think I realized that we had a, a Buckeye on the show today, and I, I'll have to start keeping a tally um, You know, for what we do. We've typically had a lot of folks from Iowa. We've typically had a lot of folks from the state of Washington, um, Ohio, and, and or, or folks who have been and have spent time in Ohio, like yourself, are probably up there, um, along with North Carolina, of course for states that are very popular. So I may need to consider that as well, uh, how we get other states and professionals from other states covered in the episode, because we are looking at national and even national, international considerations. But uh, Zach, with that, we're gonna go ahead, we're gonna get into con today's conversation. Again, we're gonna be talking about education, training for pharmacy technicians, and really how we help to elevate that workforce and how we help to really kind of promote this as a as not just as a job, but as a career and as a career trajectory um, for pharmacy technicians. But uh, before we go ahead and get into that, we're going to hear a quick message from the PQS team. Now it's time for the breakdown. As Quality Corner show host, Nick will ask three main topic questions. Our guests will have a chance to respond and there will be some discussion to summarize the key points. This process will repeat for the second and third questions, which will wrap up the primary content for this recording. After that, expect to end on a closing summary, usually containing a bonus question. Now that we have described the process, let's jump into the questions. All right, Zach, so we're ready to begin today's conversation and I guess we're going to start with a, a little bit of, of a background or maybe a history lesson. So in December 2022, uh, the Pharmacy Technician Certification Board, and from here on out, I'll just refer to it as PTCB, so I don't have to say the whole thing and uh, help shorten up the episode for our listeners just a little bit. But PTCB officially welcomed the Pharmacy Technician Educators Council, or PTEC, into part of its organization. What does this partnership and opportunity with these organizations under under one roof and working together mean for the future of pharmacy technician training and education? Sure. So uh, PTCB and PTEC, as we refer to it as, um, we love acronyms in pharmacy, right? Uh, these two organizations, PTCB and PTEC, have really had a longstanding relationship with a very similar mission. So as industry leaders in our respective areas, where we share that mission to ensure the highest professional and patient safety standards, uniting PTCB and PTEC is truly an investment in the future of the pharmacy technician workforce. Excellent. So with, with these groups, and let's start with definitions, right? Pharmacy Technician Certification Board is going to be that certification uh, for, for pharmacy technicians, but Educators Council. Um, is this a group that is 
is this is this a group that is kind of its own or was its own standalone company? Was this something that was more so a professional organization or maybe more set based upon volunteers? How did that work or how did that function prior to this update in December 2022? Yeah, so uh, um, regarding the history lesson, so back in 1989 is when uh, it was called a Pharmacy Technician Educators Conference. That's when the first uh, conference was held of Pharmacy Technician Educators. It was rather small. Um, and then the subsequent two years, is they can they repeated that. And then in 1991, um, P-Tech as an Educators Council was actually formed as a membership association because the conference had been so well attended. So it turned into an annual meeting at an annual conference in 1991. Um, it was a completely volunteer run organization. So, uh, you know, that is rather sustainable for quite some time. I mean, PTEC had been around before PTCD even started uh, in 1995. But um, fast forward through challenges that the pandemic you know, we all face through the pandemic and, you know, volunteers who have to successfully run an organization who are already tasked with their full-time jobs, you know, even being tasked further with the challenges of the pandemic, um, being in the pharmacy profession, you know, it, it just really, it kind of, this is where PTCB kind of came in and said, hey, how about we just join forces? We have all the operational support that we can provide. Um, and that is really what led to PTEC becoming part of PTCB so that the volunteers who are on the leadership committee now, or, you know, what uh, you traditionally think of as a board for PTEC, um, they can focus on what a board or leadership committee can do, which is engaging the members and developing education content and, you know, engaging the members and finding out what's important to those members rather than are those emails being sent? Let's schedule, let's create a conference and make sure that's all run properly. So yeah, we're, that's how it came together. Excellent. One final question that I want to ask, um, again, going to somewhat of our history lesson, just understanding the landscape. Pharmacists, we know that there are roughly about 300,000 pharmacists that are licensed in the U.S. I say licensed because there's folks like myself that are licensed as a pharmacist, but not necessarily actively practicing you know, patient care services in, in, on a daily basis. Pharmacy technicians and or the number of certified pharmacy technicians. I, I would, my own experience in knowing the pharmacy industry, I have to imagine there's quite a bit more than 300,000 that we are dealing with, but certification is something that is, you know, sort of new. Um, it may not apply in the same way based upon practice sites or states of practice. Um, but when it comes to pharmacy technicians, kind of what's the size and scope that we currently have here in the U.S.? That's an excellent question. Um, I know speaking to certification, we're approaching uh, 300,000 certified pharmacy technicians. Um, but according to BLS, the Bureau of Labor Statistics, um, we're at least around the country, well over, or well over 420,000 uh, pharmacy who are working as pharmacy technicians. Um, but as you know, there are no two states that are alike when regulating pharmacy technicians. So there are some states that call pharmacy technicians, pharmacy technicians, but they might not be pharmacy technicians or pharmacy clerks, or, you know, it varies so widely that um, getting a, you know, like a solid number, solid count of those people who are working as a pharmacy technician proves to be pretty difficult. Yeah, that's a definitely a key part. And as I've worked with, and even uh, Zach in setting up this episode, that was part of our conversation where, um, you know, pharmacy technicians, what, what does that actually mean? to a pharmacy or to a pharmacy owner or to a chain pharmacy that is looking to employ 
pharmacy technicians or hire new pharmacy technicians that there is there there is the certification but it's not necessarily required or standardized across everywhere so that can make things very difficult and and having trained and adequate uh, adequately adequately prepared pharmacy technicians but that's where groups like PTCD and PTEC are really coming in to set the stage here so that we can, again, raise, elevate what a pharmacy technician is going to be doing and the expectations from the start. So, Zach, with that, I'll transition us and thank you for uh, helping us, uh, myself and our audience walk through the, the history lesson, as I've referred to it here. But let's talk specifically about PTEC. This is a, an organization, really a volunteer organization that unites, supports, and empowers education and training for pharmacy technicians. Can you help us, you know, go through some examples? Um, because those items in a lot of different areas are thrown around. It can mean different things. Maybe you can give us some some tangible examples on, you know, how PTEC and what the what their work is going to be doing, how that can further the efforts of PTCB and how that can be working with pharmacy technicians. Sure, definitely. Um, so back to the operational support of the organization itself to make sure that, you know, communications are going out in a timely manner and organizing and planning and putting together a conference. Um, so all of that stuff is happening. Um, and then first, uh, in addition to all of that, I'd say that we've be already begun providing continuing education to the members of PTEC. And that continuing education isn't just your typical run-of-the-mill CE. Um, it's specifically catered toward teaching and training pharmacy technicians. Uh, we have a few sessions out there right now with more to come throughout the year. And then second, we're extremely excited to be bringing back that uh, annual conference that I was talking about earlier here in the history lesson of PTEC. Um, so as I mentioned, it started in 1989 as a conference and then moved to PTEC, the Educators Council, holding an annual meeting and an annual conference. Um, What's really exciting about that is the first time that PTEC, the Educators Council, held a conference was in Charleston, South Carolina, and we're bringing it back to Charleston, South Carolina, kind of like a, a revival or back to the future, if you will, um, for PTEC members. So that's being held, uh, well, it's being planned right now, but being held in Charleston, South Carolina next July, July 11th through the 13th in Charleston. Um, and, you know, bringing together thought leaders, uh, pharmacy technicians, pharmacists, other types of educators who are teaching pharmacy technicians and training pharmacy technicians. Maybe some special guests, if I can throw that in there. Um, some longstanding members of PTEC who have been there almost since the beginning. Um, and then also introducing the association to new educators. is It's going to be the place where these talented professionals, um, inspiring professionals, look forward to ever to come every year for new ideas and i hope one day we can maybe even come to a consensus for standardizing pharmacy technician education and training across the entire us um, which will ultimately lead to higher patient and medication safety outcomes as it relates to the second my, where my mind immediately goes around this education and ce components are there how how is this done or how is this provided? Um, I think in community pharmacy or when I think pharmacy generally. So maybe it's like if I'm going to attend an APHA conference or ASHP or any state-based pharmacy organization, there may be different tracks of program, if you will, where some it's some there may be you know some general or you know general medication updates. There may be some tracks that are based on community pharmacy practice versus hospital. We know pharmacy technicians practice in a number of different settings. Are there different tracks related to 
um, related to these sort of settings? Or, you know, how would it differ uh, attending this conference for, say, someone that is a community-based pharmacy technician or interested in that education versus someone that's more so on the hospital side? That is an excellent question. Um, right now, the conference uh, schedule at a glance hasn't been built to have separate tracks, but I will say that all of the education that's being provided at the conference will be accredited for both pharmacists and technicians. Um, and in addition to that, we will have very specific breakout like roundtable discussions where they will be guided um, by our leadership committee with uh, topics of interest. So if you have an interest in training in a community setting and we have a specialist in that, then there would be a roundtable for that type of discussion. Got it. So there, there's enough uh, pick and choose your own adventure elements, if you will, uh, for folks, whether they focus on community, hospital, or something else uh, that's included there. And I will uh, reinforce or, or call out your your statement as well, um, that continuing education with this program for pharmacy technicians and for pharmacists as well. So if you want to be able to, if you're a pharmacist or a pharmacy technician, that, as Zach said, wants to spend a couple of days in Charleston, South Carolina, which is a lovely place to visit. Um, it's a little hot in July, but it's still a lovely place to visit. Um, that's a good way to knock out some CE and also get some great food, get a great experience while you're there. Uh, Zach, we'll move to our last question uh, for the for the topic. And folks that are listening, they may want to come down, say, or they should want to come down for the, for the PTAC conference uh, next July. And they may want to support pharmacy technician workforce um, and the entire pharmacy team by being more involved. So where can folks find out more information about PTAC? And then from your standpoint, are there ways um, or are there particular recommendations for ways that people can get involved? Absolutely. So first, I would say ptech.org. That's www.ptec.org. Um, all of our information is there uh, for everyone. And the most exciting part about this is in our effort to um, re-envision the way membership looks for PTech, we've actually extended free membership to all pharmacy technician educators and trainers through March 31st of 2024. Um, so take advantage of that free membership so you can get access to that CE. Um, one of the great things, too, is we have a members-only forum that we're um, kind of revamping now, but it's a great place where pharmacy technician educators and trainers can bounce ideas off of one another. Uh, you'll have anything from you know industry-leading experts in that forum all the way to somebody who just might be starting a new program in their town and you know might need some guidance or might need some guidance on how to get accredited. So that forum is a great place to start the conversation with fellow members um, leading up to the conference. Uh, there will we do have dedicated newsletters, and then again that CE that's catered toward educating and training pharmacy technicians, and then um, all the conference details will be available on the conference tab of the website at ptech.org. So schedule at a glance and registration and everything like that will be there whenever it all becomes available. Fantastic. Well, Zach, thank you for the rundown on uh, PTCB. PTech, their now collaboration going forward, and all the information about how to become involved with PTech. And again, for folks, uh, list of one, or I'll mention here one additional time, July 11th through 13th, 2024 in Charleston, South Carolina. That'll be the next PTech conference. So whether you are a pharmacist or a pharmacy technician, you're able to go and get CE, able to get involved with some of the opportunities that are there and further the collaboration and efforts around pharmacy technician education. 
uh, advocacy uh, and coordination. So a lot to cover that's there. Um, Zach, we, before we wrap up this episode, before we go, we've got a couple of questions for you. Um, these are not necessarily about pharmacy technicians and they are not necessarily related to healthcare, but these are just a couple of questions. We've been talking about the formal business part, but we want to get to know you, the Zach, the person for a few brief moments before we wrap up, wrap up today's episode. So are you ready for this set of questions? Yes. Ready. <laughs> okay. First question. Are you a morning person or night owl? I am absolutely a morning person. Okay. When you say you're a morning person, what d- define like what is the wake up time? 4:30 in the morning. Wow. Okay. I assume yes. then, you know, you, you get up, are you having coffee, you know, gym, workout, like what how do you start your day so early and do it successfully? Uh, coffee and then the gym <laughs> and then meditation. And then I, I just like the quiet, like the peaceful start of the day like that. Yeah. Excellent. Okay. That might be our most extreme uh, time for morning person that we've had on the show yet. I may have to check our records, but I think that one—I think that one's the new trend center, Zach. So, uh, next question: Do you prefer to read the book or watch the movie? Uh, I, so I don't. I'm probably cheating a little bit here and saying that I love to read the book, but I like to do it first and then watch the movie to see if there are any like similar, you know, creative overlap. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I, I kind of fall in that same. I depends on what it is. There's there's been a good number of things where I've seen the movie or the TV show or TV series and then have gone back to read the book, um, just because there's so much content that's out there nowadays and it's very easy to be able to watch the shows uh, and they're often quicker than the books are. But I I get where you're where you're coming from because if you know something that you've read and loved for a long time, you do want to go and see how it's put into the visual format as well. Uh, Zach. Next question. What is your recommendation for living a healthy life? Waking up at 4.30 in the morning. No, I'm (laughs) (laughs) joking. Uh, Definitely uh, a balance, though. I I found myself uh, waking up early to have that time of the day for myself. Um, You know, nobody's working at 4.30 in the morning, at least not in my time zone or my organization. Um, So it's nice to have that balance of like the morning where I can, you know, start at my own pace and I can meditate and, you know, have a decent breakfast and not rush through anything before the work day gets started. So balance 100 percent that. Yeah, it sounds like uh, there's a bit there of just savoring or living in the moment uh, as well. If I if I can uh, read read into that, uh, yes. Zach. Last last question here for this section. What is one goal that you are working towards currently? This can be personal or this can be professional. Uh, totally up to you. But what is one goal that you are working towards? Yeah, um, this is a professional and a personal goal. Um, when I first started at PTCB, the PTech group was very supportive of my success as a new person at PTCB because the organization had, you know, as I said, they had a longstanding relationship. So they relied on each other for communication and things like that. So I quickly was drawn to this group and how excited they were about their annual conference. And it hadn't, it hasn't been held in person since 2019. And now that I'm the one responsible for putting all these pieces together to make sure that this conference goes successfully, it's, it's one of my largest personal and uh, professional goals that I'm working on right now. Excellent. Well, I've taken a lot of your time here today to cover all the information that here, but it is related to your goal of working towards the P-Tech conference. So uh, we'll check that box. Uh, Zach, before you go, uh, final question for you. 
if folks want to, you, you already said it once, but if folks want to find out more about P-TECH, where can they go? If they have questions about the P-TECH conference, where can they go? Uh, and then if they want to ask any follow-up questions directly for you, um, where can they find you? How can they contact you? Sure. Yeah, again, so ptech.org. Um, we have a general email address that's contact at ptech.org, or you can email me directly. I'll throw it out there. It's zgreen, Z-G-R-E-E-N, at ptcb.org. Excellent. Zach, thank you again for appearing on today's show. A lot of fun with this conversation, and I look forward to, we may have to do a follow-up with you uh, after the P-Tech conference next year, just to see how it went and some of the great conversations and opportunities that, that occurred at that conference. But for our listening audience, that means we have wrapped up this episode of the Quality Corner Show. We thank you for joining us today. We hope you listen to our next episode. Before we go, we have one final message from the PQS team. The Pharmacy Quality Solutions Quality Corner Show has a request for you. Our goal is to spread the word about how quality measurement can help improve health outcomes, and we need your help in sharing this podcast to friends and colleagues in the healthcare industry. We also want you to provide feedback, ask us questions, and suggest health topics you'd like to see covered. If you are a health expert and you want to contribute to the show or even talk on the show, please contact us. You can email info at pharmacyquality.com. Let us know what is on your mind, what we can address so that you are fully informed. We want you to be able to provide the best care for your patients and members, and we wish all of you listeners out there well.